There's never been a more important time to ensure your immune system is operating at its peak. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman with a new natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals created exclusively to help promote a better immune response. Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea. Future Farm's Elderberry with Zinc and Echinacea is the first to combine these three powerful ingredients together. Elderberry is packed with antioxidants, vitamins, and may boost your immune system. Echinacea has been shown to activate chemicals in the body that decrease inflammation, and zinc activates T lymphocytes. Low zinc has been associated with increased susceptibility. For more information and order, call 888-841-7216. That's 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future, P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Elderberry with zinc and echinacea is all natural, science-based, and works without adverse side effects. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's our weekly opportunity to field your questions. Radio program at AOL.com is the destination for questions for today's Q&A with Layla. With me is Layla Mutin, who is our nutritionist in residence, and we're here to answer your questions. So... How are you doing, Layla? Okay, Dr. Hoffman. How are you? Good. <laughs> I almost tripped the wire there. <laughs> yeah, there's a trip wire here. There's a trip wire it's like here. A, it's a booby-trapped uh, yeah. wire here. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so, uh, we're going to field your questions momentarily. Uh, we're pleased to see. We initially saw a couple of patients uh, from California, and who both of whom, yes. uh, they, they are, shall we say, visually impaired, actually. Yeah. Uh, and uh, since birth. Blind since birth. Yeah. And they find that uh, our Podcasts are really a resource, so they're here in New yeah. York, you know, because they're from originally from New York. And they decided to stop by and pay us a visit, and it was really nice to hear that they. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you can see by the supplements they take and the diets yeah. that they follow, uh, time time restricted feeding. Uh, you know, they're really uh, into it. You know, it's they so, are. It's, they're it, walking the walk. I was gratified that we're making such an impact, mm-hmm. and and of course it's a it's a real resource for people who are visually impaired. So uh, we, a shout out to that community of yeah. our listeners, which I think is a, you know, it's a, a small but sizable proportion of our listeners. Mm-hmm. So um, without further ado, let's get into a subject before we field questions as we usually do. Um, interesting uh, study here. You know, they remember when they said that Sitting is the new smoking. Oh, yeah. That was sort of like the yeah, mantra for like, a while. Oh, come on. It's like, you know, if you sit too much, it's like it's devastating your health. And then, so then we got apps, very annoying apps that tell you, <laughs> yeah. like on your phone, that tell you it's time to get up. It's time to stand <laughs> up. And, you, and of course, you can yeah. you can cancel those out, which I do all the time, because yeah. I don't really want my phone telling me to stand up. Exactly. I know to stand up. You know, oh. it's like, I, you know. You know, get up, uh, walk around. But, you know, I think uh, these days there's some people who do an awful lot of sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, like gamers. Oh, yeah. Gamers, you know, just get so focused. They sometimes even forget to go to the bathroom. Yes. And then uh, a lot of people working online. So they're sitting, sitting, sitting. You know, endless and Zoom meetings. And they forget to blink, too, which is a whole other problem. And they don't even have to commute anymore, which used yeah. to be at least you have to walk out in a driveway, walk to your car, and then walk from the garage yeah. in, in your uh, office building. Yeah. Or you walk know. up 
up the stairs to the subway or down the, yeah. st- you know, so all of that? So, what they're saying here is that during the initial COVID-19 outbreak in March 2020, mm-hmm. a lot of people suddenly became more sedentary as they adhered to stay-at-home orders or opted to self-isolate. They were afraid mm-hmm. to go out. So, the headline here is, Sitting More Linked to Increased Feelings of Depression and Anxiety. Oh. So, you know, the... And some of the initials, the association, yeah, associate, you know, is a, it's a correlation, not necessarily causes causation. Mm-hmm. Uh, will uh, standing up uh, periodically at the behest of your cell phone, your iPhone, uh, alleviate your depression and anxiety? I'm not sure, but um, yeah, they. I mean, sitting is a sneaky behavior. They say it's something we do all the time without thinking about it. Yeah, and uh, you know, so. Uh, it's having a, a an impact on our mental health as well as our physical health. Yes. Um, they found that um, uh, when people uh, stopped sitting for prolonged periods, on average, they saw their mental health improve mm-hmm. over an eight-week intervention where people were told to get up and walk around. Okay. I mean, we were told for a year, 18 months, to stay put. Yeah. For a lot of people, that felt like entrapment. Well, for a lot of people, it was a lot of cabin fever. Well, what I told people originally is, is it's not like there's this miasma, you know, of mm-hmm. like, like viral particles encircling the globe like some poisonous radioactive cloud. Mm. It's if you go into close spaces and where the air is rebreathed constantly and there's poor ventilation. But like if you're outside, yeah. which I, I endeavored to spend more time outside. Instead of going into the gym, I was, you know, cycling in 25-degree yeah. weather. And, mm-hmm. you know, I was uh, eluding the viruses, mm-hmm. as, as some people were. But I think, it. I, look, there's going to be long-term consequences of this uh, pandemic, which is not over uh, mm-hmm. in terms of people's overall health. That's true. Their response to it, their reaction to it, uh, the world's response to it. And it all trickles down. What's interesting, the, the that... That sitting more is associated with feelings of depression and anxiety. It's a little bit of a, a PTSD. It reminds me of a, an old patient of ours. We haven't seen her in a long time. Uh, she had an autoimmune disease that really laid her up badly with lupus. And she was bedridden for a time. And uh, afterwards, when she got out of it, she came to see us. She was able to get off many of her meds. She did a whole lot better. She's doing a whole lot more now. But what she found, and one of the things that her spouse was complaining of is she's always wanting to do something she doesn't sit down she doesn't want to rest because right. that feeling of sitting down and resting yes. she associated with being sick right and that made her scared right and it made her feel like that's where she was headed ah, so she couldn't sit interesting. it was a little bit of ptsd yes from being I mean, ill it's, and bedridden. it's almost like yeah. you know when when a, a combat veteran hears a backfire or something they're taken yes. back to the battlefield right, right. she was taken back to her debilitation mm-hmm. by being you sedentary know, laying down on the sofa in front of the TV <laughs> oh, she didn't want to go there wow whereas a lot of people getting off work finally getting home eating dinner yeah. lounge in front of the sofa yeah but not her because that only reminded her wow. of being very ill that's an interesting insight and feeling like she was never going to come out of it that, which is understandable yeah so the point is yeah. say so all you, the sitting yeah. that we've done all of that time and everybody has done and stayed home and had been afraid, they're associating it with fear. Staying yes. home and sitting is now maybe associated with fear or... or and, and I think that may be why there's, or such, danger. A, there's such a jailbreak danger. mentality among some people. They're really 
uh, have cabin fever, they want to get out, and in yeah. spite of the fact that there's still some COVID around, they don't care anymore. It's like they don't they're, care. They're, it's all, they're done yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, so they, what they say here, though, is uh, people should take breaks when sitting for long periods of time. Okay, obviously. Absolutely. Um, if you're no longer walking down the hall for in-person meetings, you can still incorporate that break from sitting by taking a short walk before and after your Zoom call. Okay, because you get yeah. you know you book for consecutive Zoom calls all through the day. Uh, people working from home can try walking around the block before and after the workday to mimic their pre-pandemic commute, which Meyer said, he's the lead researcher, uh, can benefit people physically and mentally and help add structure to the day. Okay, so, you know, obviously. Totally. Um, you know, all, totally. along those lines, uh, there's uh, actually uh, some evidence that um, minimal exercise uh, has a beneficial effect on the brain. I'm trying to see if I can pull up this study oh um, yes especially if it's aerobic and even minimal and in short spurts like 10 minutes three times a day as yeah. opposed to Here's a, a 30 minute run mm-hmm. even mild physical activity immediately improves m- memory function mm-hmm. so what are these what does this study say uh this study says that uh, uh even mild physical activity People include a little yoga or tai chi in their day may be more likely to remember where they put their keys. Mm. Um, they looked at 36 healthy young adults. A single 10-minute period of mild exertion can yield considerable cognitive benefits. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of in line with, you know, get up and walk around. So you don't have to do, uh, you know, the Ironman triathlon to get the benefits. <clears throat> it has to do with the uh, hippocampus, yes. which we've talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody asked a few weeks ago, you know, how do you uh, prevent your hippocampus from shrinking uh, with age? And we talked about supplements. We talked about supplements. We talked about sleep. And, and, about and of course, uh, exercise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what they found is that um, um, this study found that there is strength in communication between memory-focused parts of the brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did, um, I guess they must have done uh, uh, some brain studies, perhaps using imaging, and they found rapid stimulation of the human dentate gyrus function. That's a part of the brain that's associated with memory recall with acute mild exercise. Mm. And aerobic activity increases BDNF. Yes. Brain-derived neurotropic factor. Which is but, also but, critical. You know, what's interesting, it, it, hmm. it, BDNF, I think, might take some time to kick in. Hmm. And they said, what we observed, these 10-minute periods of exercise showed results immediately afterwards. So wow. it's in terms of perhaps circulation mm-hmm. or perhaps the generation of some other brain-enhancing substances through exercise. Terrific. So, uh, I mean, what do, you, what do you do when you're at home and you're working? I mean... Oh, I will get up... I. You're I, a fidgeter, right? I, I, I will fidget. And now, you know, I walk up and down three flights of s- stairs in my two-family home. Oh. So, you know, I'm always in, up and down and up and down and up and down because there's program. always something to do. Yeah. 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 So, I, uh, I sometimes broadcast from uh, New Jersey mm-hmm. and the house there. Um, it's I set up a studio in a, in a corner on the second floor, but it's kind of a schlep. There's not a lot of room to, for the printer. So ah. what I do is I sit at my work desk upstairs, and then I print something. And I run downstairs. You get the stuff that I printed. Uh-huh. Sometimes, actually, during a commercial. Oh, 
you know, so you say, run down the stairs and run back up again. Right. And then, so it's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of built-in exercise. There, there. you go. Did you there story you go. house. Keep the so, printer there. You don't yeah, have to right. bring your clothes. No, I was, I was thinking like, let me bring it all there so I don't even have to get up. But I, just, I don't mind getting up because yeah. if you're sitting, you know, and I do like 10, 15 minute uh, segments mm-hmm. of the show, mm-hmm. you know, divided by commercials. And it's like it's nice to get up, you know, yeah. walk around. So, um, yeah, I, I recently um, moved my workstation to so that actually so that other people in the house don't have to tiptoe around me. There you go. Because because you need quiet. When you yeah, do, I need quiet during the show. show. So now I, I finally figured out a way to rejigger it so um, mm-hmm. so that I you know otherwise I tell people like okay go to the park go go out yeah, you know please. take a walk you know go go. Uh, <laughs> You know, uh, go to uh, to a pumpkin farm. You know, right, pick right. apples or something. Yeah, no, it's like you, it's okay now because I'm I've got my own little yeah alcove. Yeah, it's good to fidget a bit. It's good to move around. and especially for our eyesight too. We can't just continually look that at the that monitor. Too. That too, because that, is not that good. that's a lot of yeah. eye strain and fatigue yep. and so forth and so yep. on. So we need to look. Remember to look away and use our distance vision, and then go walk around and. Maybe some eye exercises, looking at all four points of, you know. And I find that uh, one of the things I get when I'm in Manhattan mm-hmm. is I'll go for days at a time uh, without seeing a horizon. Oh, and I think yeah. we have a horizon deficit. I think it's essential for All the tall buildings. Right. You, so I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. go to where there is not quite a horizon because there's, I go to the, I run by the river. Yeah. And it's a little cold because the breezes are coming down the East River. Yeah. But I like at least to the vista of, you know, it is obscured now by buildings because in, in the Brooklyn and Queens side is now all built up. Yes. But uh, at least I have, you know, a, a few hundred yards across the East River, you know, which right, lends right, my, right, right, right. my eyes to stop focusing on a, a near object 18 yeah. inches away from my face. It is so weird because in the morning where I live uh, in Long Island City, you know, I see the sun come up, not when it's coming up, but when it's coming up over the building across the <laughs> the six-story building across right. the way. That's when it's actually coming up, which is different from... Yeah, it's, we have know, an artificial else. dawn that's delayed by the Yeah, buildings. yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, uh, okay, that's a digression, but uh, people, I think, generally approve of our digressions. Um, yes. Judging from the response to our colloquy. Uh, okay, what's the next, what's the first question? Our first question is, actually, it's a comment. This is from Lee, uh, who's emailed us time and again. Uh, we were, apparently we were talking about, uh, nasal, we were talking about clear nasal spray. And he says, FYI. X-L-E-A-R. Spelled X-L-E-A-R. Yes. FYI, I started using clear nasal spray when you first talked about it. I would guess about seven years or so ago. And he says, I have not had a single solitary cold since. Until I started, I had two colds per year, spring and fall, and with bad luck, I I also had a summer cold now and then. But the stuff is a miracle. One spray at bedtime and one upon waking. Bravo, clear nasal spray. Well, uh, by the way, I I forwarded that comment to uh, Nathan Jones, who's the CEO of Clear. Uh And uh, he's, you know, the impetus behind that company. Mm -hmm. His father actually discovered uh, xylitol as a means of preventing uh, respiratory infections in kids who kept coming down with colds and ear infections. Terrific. So his father was really the innovator, so he carried on the family uh, legacy. And um, he's going to be a guest on the show in a couple of days. So we're going to do a podcast on the subject of Clear. Terrific. So if you can find that. 
And yeah. one of the things that uh, I think is going to be subject to that is that uh, he's embroiled in a little bit of a brouhaha with the federal government mm. because he's making what I think are truthful claims that it yeah. does prevent upper respiratory infections. Yes. And what they're saying is, you know, you can say it feels good or you can say I feel great or my nose is clear. But if you make a claim that it prevents infections, it's that hot button issue of COVID. You know, it's that somehow right. it's it's like it's misleading There is no people. natural cure. You're it's not misinformation. allowed. It's misinformation. Yes, you know, it's misinformation. You're, you're, right. you're, you're giving people a false uh, yeah. uh, hope that they don't uh, that they rely less on uh, you know vaccinations mm-hmm. and uh, the medications coming down the line that are officially approved. Yes, uh, when you talk about any kind of natural therapy. He's not making a claim that this is some kind of panacea, but um, I, you know, I think that may be grist for the mill for our discussion, at least in part. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, he's, uh, when I last spoke to him, he's in, uh, he was in Dominican Republic, mm-hmm. where uh, they're doing some trials with uh, clear nasal spray, and uh, they had some kind of scientific conference down there about uh, mm-hmm. respiratory health. So anyway. Terrific. Yep. Mm. Well, now may be a good time. Yeah, that's right. Thank you for reminding yes. me. Good point at which to pause and allow one of our sponsors to share this vital message with you. So here goes. This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now, back to our questions. What's next, Layla? Oh, we've got a question from Pat. I have listened to your program for at least 30 years. Pat is 79. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. That is actually possible, because uh, I started broadcasting on WOR, which is a major talk station in New York, yes. in 1988. Yeah. So it's not uh, it's not an exaggeration to say that it could be thirty plus years. Yeah. Uh, we have the claim to fame of being the longest uh, continuously running MD hosted radio program in America. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. Pat says I've listened to your program for at least thirty years and learned so much since my college dietetic days. Before raising a family, sidelined my career. So Pat was a dietitian. Yep. Thank you for making valuable information so accessible. Your podcasts accompany my exercises most mornings. That's a good uh, yeah. combo because, you know, when can you make time in the day? And when you're exercising, when you're it's exercising. an ideal time because I, I listen to music. I, I you know, because yeah. it keeps you motivated to, I'd rather be listening to music too. But, but you know, some people listen to content, which is yeah. doubly beneficial. They're getting yeah. health benefits from the exercise, plus they're getting the content. So that's mm-hmm. a great time to do, to listen. Pat says, having symptoms of IBSD, that's irritable bowel syndrome, diarrhea specifically, for a number of years, going from infrequent to now pretty serious, and me changing lifestyle to no dairy, except yogurt, no gluten, 
trial FODMAP diets, paleo foods, etc. Of course I cheat, which I was paid for. I've been on Saccharomyces, I've been on other probiotics, uh, I've been other on, on enzymes and many supplements. Now I've decided that exocrine pancreatic in- insufficiency mimics all my symptoms. EPI mimics all my symptoms. Do you have any suggestions? Did I miss an interview you conducted regarding this? That's a good point, and perhaps we should focus on that. Um, yeah. The, um, uh, there's a website, which is at creon.com. Creon. Now, Creon is really, you know, high-test pancreatic uh, enzymes. Yeah. And what they do is they help to break down food. If you don't break down your food, it kind of runs through you. So uh, they list symptoms, but uh, the symptoms include, you know, a lot of things that people experience a lot, gas and bloating, stomach discomfort, and diarrhea. Yeah. But usually... Uh, more associated with fat. If you know, we, and we listen. We listen for that because people. We say, well, what? What seems? Do you have any precipitants? Mm-hmm. Is there anything particularly mm-hmm. that's causing it? Because diarrhea can have a multiplicity of causes. Sure. Um, so um, what? What has been found is that um, uh, some people lack the digestive enzymes, and in particular, you get what's called steatorrhea, which yes. is foul-smelling, greasy stools, stools that float and kind of cause an oil slick in the toilet, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is sometimes uh, visible. Yeah. And uh, so if you have oil droplets or kind of an oil slick, you know, looks mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like one of those uh, oil wells that <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. needs or, to be capped, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. in the water. So that's something. Yeah, that, that explains. And then, of course, there's certain uh, stool tests Mm-hmm. Um, they, like a, what, what they what they describe is uh, you know a qu- there's a questionnaire. At, you know, obviously this is promotional. This promotes the the product Creon, which is pancreolipase. Mm-hmm. But the lipase part is important because not all digestive enzymes are lipase. Certain digestive enzymes are just proteases, uh, proteases and uh, amylases. Amylases, mm-hmm. yeah. To break down proteins and to break down carbohydrates. Starch, right? Mm-hmm. So the, you need the lipase. So the symptoms, you know, do the symptom checklist. You have bloating, stomach pain, excessive gas, greasy stools, loose stools, frequent diarrhea, unexplained weight loss. And, um, you know, weight loss can occur with this. Uh, are there underlying conditions that can be associated with it? Uh, yes, there are underlying conditions, uh, such as cystic fibrosis or chronic pancreatitis, or if you've had uh, oh, yeah. part of your pancreas removed, perhaps... We've seen that in patients who have had uh, pancreas uh, removal for pancreatic cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly Crohn's disease, uh, uh, celiac disease can lead to it. In type 1 mm-hmm. diabetes, there's sometimes uh, problems because it's just the pancreas is affected. So the, it's, they're not just, it's not just underproducing insulin, it's underproducing lipase. Yeah. Um, yeah. so, uh, so, and, and of course, bypass, some... a lot of people are getting the bypass mm-hmm. surgery, the gastro. Oh, uh, which bypass. is, you know, it is not an answer. It is not a panacea. I think uh, I've seen more deficiencies in those who have undergone gastric by- bypass. Well, yeah. I mean, you trade one set of problems for another. Exactly. And it requires very specialized nutritional support. So anybody who has had a bypass, come see us because we can straighten you Gastric out. bypass we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Your, yeah. Your stomach bypass, not right, heart Right. Not, not heart bypass. Exactly. Same thing exactly. with heart bypass. There's another, for other that's reasons. That's a whole other, yeah, yeah, right. that's a whole, whole, whole other can of worms. Secondary prevention of heart disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, um, you know, uh, there's another cause for chronic diarrhea, which I think is overlooked, is people who have food poisoning and 
or you know, it's expl- it's explained as food poisoning. You know, they just had a whatever you know a bad you know chicken salad or something or yes. egg salad, mm-hmm. and then they developed you know, a lot of gastrointestinal symptoms, and then it never resolved. Mm. And what that it's, it's post-infectious diarrhea. Yeah, and so there's actually a couple of uh, interesting solutions for that. You know, first of all, you really want a very clean diet. You maybe want a low FODMAP diet. Sure, sure. Uh, things that precipitate uh, fermentation and bloating. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But there's specifics for that. It's L-glutamine is helpful for that. Yes, according to studies, and uh, also now we have something called SBI, which is SBI uh, Protect. Yes, yes which mm-hmm. is the uh, bovine immunoglobulin, mm-hmm. uh, which is serum bovine Im- immunoglobulin or SBI, and it's offered by some nutritional companies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Orthomolecular makes one brand of it, and we actually interviewed someone. Uh, recently about autoimmune disease, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Lutterhand, and uh, she's a big fan of SBI uh, for autoimmunity because it seals the gut yeah. junctures, the uh, uh, you know which cause leaky gut and which mm-hmm. permit uh, antigens to pass through the GI yes. tract and trigger those molecular those mimicry and autoimmunity. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that is another plausible avenue for people with chronic diarrhea. Of course, we had a product called Banatrol. There for oh, a while, they were yeah. a sponsor. And uh-huh. this is a, uh, it's sort of a concentrated extract of banana without a lot of the right. caloric impact of the banana. Which has a little bit of a binding effect. It has a binding effect, definitely. Yeah, that's helpful for those with IBS diarrhea. But this person seems to have tried a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Saccharomyces is plausible. Mm-hmm. Another thing that can be helpful is berberine. Yeah. Berberine changes the microbiome. It's ah. actually... A natural antimicrobial, yes. and it, it as a side effect sometimes we give it for diabetes, and it might cause a little constipation because it mm-hmm. reduces the bacterial population. Yeah. Um, so uh, th- sometimes we use uh, mm-hmm. healing clay. Uh, oh, which bentonite. Is bentonite. Sony yeah. seven. I think it's Sony seven or nine. Sony. I think it's seven. It's it one of the. Wrong. It's that's a yeah. that's an Edgar Casey remedy. It, it traces back to Edgar Casey, mm-hmm. uh, who was that Virginia Beach uh, seer. You know, he was yes. like a visionary seer, but he also was, uh, you know, came up with things like the castor oil pack yeah. as a way of treating abdominal pain. Uh, yeah, I mean, these are some of the strategies that we can use. Mm-hmm. And of course, mm-hmm. a, 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 a lot of people are fiber, fiber, fiber. Well, we. We go with a low residue diet. Exactly, because fiber can be a source of the problem. Mm-hmm. Because some of that soluble fiber, to some degree, is ferment is fermentable, so that could be a problem. So, Pat says, I finally decided I have to see a doctor, but I prefer to treat with lifestyle instead of pharma. She's seventy nine years old mm-hmm. with a lifetime history of mitral valve prolapse. Well, those people had an are open more heart prone repair. to IBS. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It could be that set off of the autonomic or sympathetic yep. nervous system, yep. right? Mm-hmm. But she had a heart, heart valve repair, which did not solve the problem. Oh. Which is interesting. Because the problem is maybe neurological and not mm. hydraulic. Ah. Okay. You know, those people have whatever pal- palpitations or they have a sensation of a heartbeat or, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Well, Pat, we hope you feel so better by soon. By definition, those people are more sensitive, mitral valve prolapsations. Yeah. And they, they have you know more, uh, shall we say, autonomic symptoms. 
Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're weak and dizzy. They, you know, have uh, palpitations. They have GI problems, mm-hmm. you know, uh, IBS, very kinds, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which is functional IBS. Mm-hmm. Functional IBS, right. Pat, we hope you feel better soon. Yeah, Thank I hope those, some of these us. ideas are helpful for you mm-hmm. or for others who may be eavesdropping. <laughs> okay, well, it's a good point at which to flip it over to side two. And in part two, we're going to discuss what? Oh, I have type 1 diabetes for 30 years. How do I bring up my white blood cell count? Okay. Hmm. Challenging question. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, today with Layla. Layla Mutants, our nutritionist in residence. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. Radio program at AOL.com, the destination for your questions. Please send them, and we'll be right back with more. 